This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only thing left to say is, Georgie, check for Dadsy, you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. <laughs> only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery free and term supply. See mcdonalds.com. Leicester City have a penalty kick in the sixth minute of injury time. Injury time. Injury time. Look out takes. Almunia saves. Look out follows in. Almunia saves again. And now Wobbler on the counter-attack. Forestieri. Oh, I don't believe this. Hello and welcome to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. I'm Justin. I'm Carl. And I'm Peter. We just about remembered the order there that we say that. Yeah. And well done. Well yeah. done, everybody. We've done well. Good, We've good done work. Well. It's an excellent start. Uh, now, normally uh, we'd probably be doing like a, a preview of the, or, or an opposition's view, should we say, that the forthcoming match. Stoke on Monday, they've decided that they're too busy. And to be honest with you, I can't really be bothered. So I think we'll do a bit of, we'll keep the uh, prediction league thing up at the end. <laughs> we might, will. might as well do that. But let's let's forget Stoke for now. So. Shall I, shall I just quickly do the, uh, the, the, the statistical preview that I've prepared if you've prepared you've spent spent time on it yeah if you spent time on it absolutely absolutely Stoke have played some games they've won some games they've lost some games they've drawn some games and Ben Wilmot is their their player of the season there you go that's it is he injured as well he is injured however unlike our our likely player of the season as they've just released it yeah I want to talk about that actually (laughs) I want to vote for Boaty McBoatface okay so I've got a list of stuff I want to get through and, and, and player of the season is one of the things Firstly, has it always been the Graham Taylor player of the season or is this new for this season? I think it's been a bit because it's like the trophy and I basically it, 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 it was yeah it was named like in memoriam for him so okay. uh, it's, it's been the last couple of seasons but let's be honest the last couple of seasons it's been so chronically devalued it's like getting the best wasting disease isn't it so the fact that the great man's name is going to be kind of tarnished with the toilet bowl of turds that we've got to pick through from this season. <laughs> this wow. is some alliteration. You've been listening to Pete Ryan and Natasha. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and, and the five-word reviews. That's yes. very good. I have. I have a suggestion for player of the season, but I'd be interested to know yours, either serious or non-serious. My serious and non-serious one is William Trustecon, mainly for that shithousery against Luton when that guy got sent off the whole waving thing. And the fact that he'd probably have to come from Italy to pick it up as well next Monday. 
uh, would be quite amusing as well. But I that I can't think of anybody, anybody. Now, what will happen is, of course, is because because the club are doing this internally. Pedro's going to win it in order, to, or, or Sar's going to win it in order to add some money to their transfer fee or whatever, or to see them off with a nice smile and a wave and whatever. Because that's what's going to happen. That is what's going to happen. It's either going to be Pedro or Sar. Uh, in my opinion, neither of those deserve that at it's, all. It sure as hell isn't going to be Sar. Well, no fucking way. Well, he Sar. keeps getting man of the match as well. You know, man of the match, and it's it's not up to it's it's what people vote for, um, and and there's no transparency on the voting either, by the way, because it's all been done by the club. When the Watford Observer used to do it, you you think, okay, well, we probably trust the Watford Observer, and they're probably going to publish the, the the percentages and stuff, because it's the club. We used to get the votes, yeah. yeah it's it's it's, it's it's meaningless. It's a waste of time. A lot of people are going for Gosling. Well done if you're going for Gosling, but I'm going to go for Trusty Kong. Carlos, your player of the season. Uh, I think it's Malcolm at half time that serves the beers. Is he on the list though? That's the problem. I don't know if he's on he the sh- list. He should be. Player of the season, is there one? That's that's what I struggle with. I'm, well. I'm probably going to say Porteous, just because of his attitude, just because of the way he's come in and looks like he gives a shit. But apart from that, there, mm. there isn't there isn't any. Peter? I, I think Pedro will get it probably more as a kind of a reflection of his, his four years with us. So I think I think he'll probably get that, but not necessarily obviously on the, the last few, you know, the last few weeks where we've all seen him drop increasingly deep trying to get involved. I think I compared him to like Wayne Rooney when he was playing for England, where he was just trying to get involved, but was completely ineffective. But I think over the course of the season, it'd be Yao Pedro. Personally, I would have loved to have seen them actually do what they do with the Gold of the Month award and include some of the women in there, because that would have been uh, a refreshing spike to the profile. And you've got obviously an absolute legend in Helen Ward retiring with her last game this coming Sunday. We'll talk about that a little bit later. I, I've watched the, the women's team all, all season. I keep banging on about it. Honestly, that would be a real quandary because they've had some players who've had outstanding seasons. Men's team, it's a quandary because we haven't. We simply haven't. It's even worse than last year. Do you think there's enough followers of the what women's game that would vote for Helen Ward or, or one of the other women if it was included in the list? I, I refer you to, you know, we are a nation who voted Boris Johnson in on the basis of have I got news for you? We, you know, we voted. We voted Boaty McBoatface. I think there is enough sarcasm to mix with general protest vote that absolutely it would have. It would have been, um, you know, looking for anybody who's actually had a positive season mm. um, as a protest vote. It was there. I mean, look, last year Kamara he came in in January and it was basically well, he's made less fuck ups than everybody else. Yeah, because he's only been here since January. Yes. You know, it's yeah. Uh, it's it's, you know, it's I, like I, know, I say. It, it is. It is definitely. It is the best looking man in the Burns unit. That is that's this. It. There you go. There you go. There's the one. That, that's the analogy I was looking for. Not the best wasting yeah. disease. There you go. Uh, <laughs> there's also a lot of uh, stuff on. I'm trying to look for a better word than stuff, but one's not coming to mind. On social media about Javi losing his job at Leeds uh, and being oh, replaced by Big Sam. Well, I'm going to get you started on this. And there's a lot of, oh, well, we'll have him back because he was brilliant. Now, I... I... Oh, we, he was shit towards the end. Why do we keep doing this? This is what I want to hear. What is wrong hit. with us? This is what I want to hear. It's I... like sticking a toothpick down your cock. It's just <laughs> stupidity. Hang on, hang on. Let me just let me just type this out. Christmas present. <laughs> tooth. 
picks. Right, carry on. As long as we don't have to see him opening them and using them, that's fine. Oh, um, I'll tell you what, the match day vlog just got very, very serious. It just got very dark, dark didn't it? Yeah, yeah. I, you know, this whole um, manager back thing, uh, you know, worked with Graham Taylor because Graham Taylor was a fucking legend. It didn't work with Kike Sanchez. Manager. He's a decent manager. He was a decent manager. Kike yeah. Sanchez Flores didn't work. Uh, I, I don't think we want Javi back, do we? Is there any circumstances where we would go, come on back, Javi? Can you think of any? Because I can't. No, he's done nothing as well. Everywhere he's gone since he's left us, he's been sacked. He's had some decent jobs. Yeah, I, you know, I feel for, I like the guy. He, he, he smiled and waved and he did all the right things. He got us to a cup final. Well, brilliant, but not again. Don't don't ruin what you achieved the first time around. If, if you look at our previous managers, the managers who've actually been able to get a bounce or some reaction or something out of them have been generally nice guys who we've talked about have created an environment that is nice to be in. And I think that's because what they've done is they've gone in and they've almost kind of negated the toxic fucking atmosphere that is created by this batshit crazy fucking management of club that we've got here. The the, the training ground is 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 a nightmare to go to. People, you know, we we've said about people like you referenced Porteous, who players who came in and we went wow and look how one or two of those have nosedived very quickly because they come in and it's oh right that's the environment that's the attitude that's the fact that there's no accountability it is no surprise that Cisco and Yavi Grazia who came in and were trying to be you know generally nice guys and and try to create that atmosphere have done well so I can understand why people have, have, have warmed to them because at the same time they've also warmed to the fans they've communicated well they've come on board with you know the, the, the Watford fans and made at least some level of effort to, to do that. We've seen far more salubrious names and Roy Hodgson come in <laughs> and be absolute, you know, fuckwits the yeah. entire time mm. and being sort of just come in sour faced. And you can imagine exactly, you know, the, the, the noises that come out of the camp in terms of how happy those have been. So I can understand it a little bit more than just going, oh, my God, tactically, I, I did, did a piece for, for, for YBR that went in the bumper book, which which was there was a whole host of things that went wrong. And like every manager since, he was not supported in terms of giving him what he needed. He got given what was what was basically being dished out at the time by Gino or by Mogi Bayat's fucking you know to do list. Mm. And 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 therefore therefore can we judge him at the end? I'm not sure. Should we judge him on the team that he had? Because you know you look at our midfield this season. You've got Chowdhury at, at best. We've had Chowdhury, Kone, and what loser? That would probably be our best midfield. Maybe occasionally uh, Pedro dropping in, right? Mm. It, it, take Pedro out of that. Literally, I've 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 got drinkware that's bigger than those three. <laughs> you know, it, it's like talk, talk about talk about three players not being able to dominate a central midfield. What did Yabby had? He had Etienne Capou and he had uh, Decore, who until we started fucking them off with bonus payment issues and not giving them the contract awards and not moving them on and then bringing the next players in. Mm. And that only sits at one person's door, Gino Pozzo, because it was, oh, no, we're in the premiership. We're getting lots of money. Oh, I think I'm having a wet dream. No, I'm going to go back on all of the things that I'd offered the players. I'm going to renege on the bonus payments and watch the goodwill fly out of the fucking window. It, it it falls down to one person, I'm afraid, in, in this in this whole thing. 
thing. And therefore, Yabby, did he do everything right? No. Was he helped? Sure as fuck not, but nobody has been this this season or since. And then you see Mr. Hodgson, and I, I, I find it very hard to defend him, but he actually seems to be doing all right back at Crystal Palace. So He's got, got, a, got a tune out of him, hasn't he? Yeah, so I think uh, either he hated us or he wasn't given the right players. or I'd, I'd rather it, it was his downfall it, than the players. If you, looked, if you looked at Vieira's games... And then what they did was they did a change of manager as they got to the easier games. If, if you look at Roy Hodgson, he came in when they were about to face, oh, I don't know, if, you know it was Southampton was one of the teams. Basically, they had a, a run of top six teams and Vieira basically kind of didn't get anything out of those. They decided to make a change to Hodgson as the more winnable games came in. Has Hodgson really, really made a difference? Has he been gifted an opportunity to, to, to come in when there are easier games? Actually, that's not having a go at Steve Parrish because if you're going to go for a change, go for a change when you might be able to get a bump against teams who are good. We brought in Ranieri, if you remember, and the first game he got to play was Liverpool at home 5-0. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. uh, kind of you go, really? What, what's the reason for that? Pier- Pearson <laughs> had Liverpool away 2-0. You know, we, yeah. we, we go, no, we're just going to do it now. Why? Because because Gino's on his period. Fuck me. <laughs> you know, it's just ridiculous. Uh, there's a question to ask him. Stick a tampon in it, Gino. Cash flow. Oh, dear. Right, so uh, should we move on to something a little bit... <laughs> Okay, uh, I don't know how I found it, but uh, there was a thing I saw. I think it might have been on TikTok, uh, and some guy was there in Selfridges filming a load of stuff. There's an Elton John corner store or something in Selfridges where it's not stuff that he's owned; it's stuff that is branded with Elton John on it, effectively. So I thought, oh, I'll have a quick look at this because he was basically being quite rude about it. And I thought, oh no, there must be something all right in there, surely. Well, there isn't. So you can go onto Selfridges <laughs> website and and look at this stuff. The cheapest thing on there is a badge. Now these are things that we give away. Elton John would like you to buy one that says more Elton for £10. There is a mug for £17. Uh, uh, there's there's T-shirts. <laughs> there is a... You know those things you wear on planes where you want to block out the plane at, when you go to sleep, like a sleep mask? There you go. £95 to you, sir. It is in a, in a slightly nice sort of paisley design with E on it. 95 quid for an eye mask? 95 quid for an eye mask, yeah. Now, they've got some, what they call clutch bags, being he, him. I don't really know what where, that is. Where one keeps their tampons. Could well be that, yeah. <laughs> You'd need quite a lot of tampons uh, to hold for these. They are around the £1,600 mark for a clutch bag. What? Yeah. Fuck. Uh, yeah, there's an Elton can John I, candle for I, 70 can I, can I just interrupt? If anybody from Lillette is uh, listening, we are available for sponsorship, and we are very... Very, very equality-driven. Carry on. There you go. Yes, take everything in your stride. There's a there's a doormat. With, um, there's a doormat. You know those doormats that you can get for like four quid in B and Q, sort of coconut matting type thing. Wipe your feet as you yeah. go in. Well, it literally has the words "the bitch's back" written on it. You could probably make one of these on Etsy or something similar. Uh, they want seventy-five pounds for that. There's Elton John luggage, uh, two grand for an Elton John suitcase on wheels. I mean, it's just an absolute array of tat. There's an Elton John dressing gown, £495 to you, sir. Uh, Yeah, glasses, 200 quid a pop. Absolute tat. Have a look at that and uh, see if you think you want to buy anything off of there. Most of it's gaudy, to be honest with you. It's it's horrible looking stuff and it's massively overpriced. Uh, I just had a look at the pyjamas. There's one set left in double XL. (laughs) 
this is my review of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's just shit. So, uh, and a yeah. big hello to Elton John if you're listening. Yes. When are you coming on this podcast, Sir Elton? Um, we well, have been asking you probably for probably not now. <laughs> Would you want me to lie? Go. This is all fantastic. People wouldn't thank me very much for when. Oh, you'll love it. Go right. and buy some of this crap. In fairness, I'm sorry. I've probably got a delay on the mic, but um, you, we 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 have talked about various expensive uh, elements, normally in the sock area, if I remember rightly, because they were England socks. They were London Transport Museum yeah. socks. Tube socks. And now, yeah. and now we find you looking at quote unquote gaudy tat in Selfridges. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying, you are the one common denominator with all of this. Stuff, <laughs> yes, well done. this is well true. Done However, those socks now look reasonable, don't they, in comparison to the uh, to the old shit that Elton wants you to buy. There was actually a Viz cartoon a long time ago, which was basically Elton John doing dodgy fiddles and things. I can't remember what it was called. It's very very funny. Uh, it seems as though uh, life is now imitating art, and uh, and that's coming around. So the the man might might end up having to buy Watford the way things are going at the moment. So let's not be knocking his ability to sell gaudy tat to non Watford fans in order to buy Watford. <laughs> Elton, we still love you, even even if Justin is really upset still about the London Transport Museum prices. <laughs> that could go. be it. I'm transferring, as they say. So that was that. If you want to have a look at that, it's on Selfridges website. Well, I've actually put a link to it as well on our Twitter. If you really want to scare yourself and laugh at, uh, well, yeah, it's crap. So shall we go on to the uh, the A to Z, the the alphabet nonsense of summing up the season? I think what I'm going to do with this is we've got A to E out there already. I'm going to read out some answers for each letter. You guys decide which one's the best one, and we'll publicly award that person with the best idea. This is a good idea. However, a couple of things I think we ought to be looking at is first of all, the official name is the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes end of season alphabet nonsense. There you go. And today we're looking obviously at A and E because this is audio. I thought, I thought, why not? Really gone downhill. Super. I actually quite enjoyed that. To be Come honest, on. I think we should run out to that. Can I? Can I just say I did that? I did that with a mic. <laughs> <rate. laughs> yes, that, that you, is going to replace chariots of fire. Did, did you That's make that, or you're were your nuts in some mole grips at the time, or something? That's fantastic. So let's let's have a quick look at A then, shall we? And there's some good answers for for, for good things, and then obviously there's the bad answers for bad things, and there's a lot of alliteration as you might imagine in an alphabet thing. So we've actually got one from uh, Elaine here who says A, Andrew. Andrew French is a good thing. And uh, this season, his honest and reliable articles and perseverance trying to let us know what he can about our club. So that's a good one. Uh, Brian, I think, has gone for a bad one here. Although this is both bad and good, I think. Brian's gone for away day to Swansea. Only bonus was the free bridge and the swearing on the post-match podcast. Oh, I, see, I don't. I don't think you should categorise good or bad. Okay. I think we should be the judge okay. um, as to whether they are indeed good or bad on either the basis of are they something good or bad about the club, or are they just simply an excellent comment? Okay. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm happy with that. Good. Okay. Like that. Dave Lavender. Swansea was shite. With oh, it was. Yeah. Dave Lavender. This would be good. Right. Dave Lavender. His A is another hamstring injury, <laughs> which is good. Very good. Good. That's a very good one. Simon Parkins goes for accounting anomalies. Oh, fucking um, does he? Right, absolutely right. <laughs> Hillary's gone for the academy players, um, and then she's highlighted there Adiemo and Andrews. Yes. Nice. Like what she's done there. She's gone yeah. the extra mile, in fact. Oh. She has gone the extra the, mile. The, in. She has. Academy 
Adik Yamo and Andrews, definitely the two academy products that have made, made the most impression on the first team, but also the fact that the academy, you know, the, the under-18s had a great FA Youth Cup run. Yes, it, it ended against Arsenal, but in good style. And hopefully people like Greaves will see. But uh, there's also rumours about Blake turning down his contract today, but I'm sure we'll talk about that. But academy, very good indeed. Chris says, aloof, alienated, author- authoritarian archons. 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 Yeah. Okay. I don't know what that is. That's why I call yeah. it Archons. Yeah. Archons. Okay. It's a way of using the word it's a it's a way of using the word A at the start of everything to say Gino's a Okay. Oh. <laughs> and, and, and it's a bad oh, well done, he's done well. And hello once again to James Wrote the Talk Sport Network. <laughs> and <laughs> Pete Fincham's gone for an actual abomination. So those are your A's. Which one are we going to say is the winner out of those? I mean, I like the Academy one for the extra mileage in in the names as well. Peter? I'm going to go for the Academy as well. And there's a reason for that. I think when we get to F, we may may still need French in order to do something for that. I don't know where we can go do French using that. Fucking what? Oh, Christ. <laughs> well done to Dillery Dockets. Hillary, as she's known, you are the winner of A. I will put something out about that a bit later on. I'll congratulate you on Twitter. Uh, here we go with B. Yeah. Um, I know who's going to win this. <laughs> <laughs> Let's have a look now. So John Parslow has gone for best. Brilliant Baptiste goal inspiring a brilliant Watford FC women team versus Oxford. Worst being a battered bus wanker at Luton. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, that that one. Carl Campions is banners it's banned. Strong. I think that's pretty good Ooh. myself. Yeah, you see, you see. Yeah. Uh, Rich WFC did a gif of some bottles, bottle job or whatever. E and V went for bastards. I believe Uncle Ron Senior was the first to use this description of the present team. Bastards is on here quite a lot, to be honest. The word bastards is <laughs> is on here quite a lot. Paul Fiander Turner, Biat Bio Butterfly Bottlers. Bit oh. of alliteration there. Now there's a clap there from Peter. Okay, we like that. Uh, bewildering backwards boardroom is a is a is a B, which um, I think it was you, yes. Peter, must have done the nice from uh, the far show, the jazz thing. Nice. What else have we got on here? Uh, Hillary is going for it again. Dillery Dockett. So she's done B Boxing Day. Such a miserable experience. Nobody wanted to be there, and we got our ass handed to us. Uh-huh. And then she's put Bovril has been the best bit of many games this season. There is one more, which is Butterfly Biot, Billich Bio, Blackpool away. So there's your Bs, Carlos. Ah, it's a tough one, isn't it? Um, what was the second one in it? Was but the second one was the uh, was it was Carl um, Campion, which was yeah. Banners Band. Um, yeah, I think I'm, I think I've got to go with Banners Band, my side. Mm, it's it's strong in all departments, really. Too too strong, worryingly. Because let's face it, bastard has has played a good part, and it was uh, it was it wasn't it was probably in the European spots, and then Gary also came on after I can't remember which one it was, and just went no, Peter, they're bastards, all of them are bastards, the players are bastards, and um, and it, it just took it to new eyes. Yeah. I think I think bastards is good, but bastards uh, go with bastards. Uh, yeah, yeah go, go with bastards. bastards. Uh, yeah. Well, so that's going to be Ian V but, then. But, but John Parslow's John Parslow's very, very good. 
Yeah. Because he went for good and bad. And he went I for... Think, I think that's got to go John Parslow. Well, got to go John Parslow. Yeah, mate. I'll do a casting vote and I'll go for John Parslow as well because uh, being a battered bus wanker at Luton, I think he's fantastic. So <laughs> that's, yeah. that's all the bees there. So well done, John. I'll put something good. out about that good. later on. We move now on to C. Put the a, work in there. Always with a little bit of trepidation. We go into... Yeah, should we warn... <laughs> Should we want to talk sport family? No, well, got, this one's read out. I've got a beat button. You're okay. So Simon Parkins... We have a go- reputation to maintain. <laughs> yes. Simon Parkins goes on a theme because he went on about the accounts, didn't he, a minute ago under A. Uh, for C, he's oh, gone yeah. for crazy levels of debt. I do like yes, this one absolutely. from Brian Edwards because the thing with this one from Brian Edwards is, is each word is underneath each other. So there's a word, then there's a word underneath it. And then if you look down nice. the column... Ah, so it's <laughs> <laughs> well, let me read it out. He's put clowns until next terrible season. Brilliant. Yeah. Well done. Uh, well done, that man. Well done, that man. John Parslow uses the word but he um, stars it out. So he's put catastrophic club culling by the at the top. And then he puts a picture of <laughs> Rob Edwards. Rob Edwards underneath oh, it. Okay, that, that a, got a laugh. That was a perfect... That was a perfectly timed use of the word there. It oh, was. It, so oh, it I trickled in live. Okay, so, John, you're in the running for C as well at the moment, mate. Yeah. This is from Chris. And this is like, do you remember the um, the banner that Tom did, the, the train spotting thing? Uh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so he's put, choose cluelessness, choose chaos, choose careless centre-backs, choose capitulation, choose chronic oh. customer care, choose the championship. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, uh, that's, a, that's a win. Have we He's got a new one? That. There is another one which I think is quite good. It's a, the, the, this guy, J-Mo, has put a, a picture of his young daughter with her thumbs pointing down. Okay, it's a picture. And he's put crestfallen. My daughter's first, and she says her last ever game versus Blackpool away. That was rubbish, Daddy. I never want to go again. Bless her. <laughs> she looks really fed up as well. That 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 is a special commendation award, definitely. Definitely first a special, game. yeah. First gaming, <laughs> yes. That shit, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that again. Get out while yeah. you can. Run for your yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she generally looks fed up. Uh, so, C, which one are we going to go for on C? Go on, Peter, you go first. Oh, like, it's it's got to be the train spotting. It's got to be shoes. Shoes was again. Yeah, it, people are putting in effort here, and it, it's good to be recognised. Anybody who can use, you know, spin the word chaotic into it, very good. Yeah, well done. Carlos, yeah. you're in agreement more. there? Couldn't agree. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So well done, Chris Forfer. That was yours, uh, the, the round of C. Should we do something else and come back to D, or do you want to do see this through to the bitter no, end? Of the, no, 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 no. You want to, go, you want to carry on, right? I okay. think we should. Okay, that's fine. I'll we just... want to carry on with this. I'm liking these. I'd like to give you the D. choice here. So, D for dicks. D for dicks, okay. Okay, so D actually starts off with Natasha Wright, and, and she says, uh, do not scratch Ooh. your eyes. She says, uh, outstanding podcast content and fan interaction providing dour analysis dark humor fearlessly discussing topical issues uniting fans worldwide in warm sometimes spicy banter and more sparkle and stardust spicy. than on the pitch yeah spicy um, so that's d done that's so let's d- move on to <laughs> yeah, we don't need to, yeah well done you won that one uh, <laughs> Was that dour analysis? Uh, no, that dour. Uh, yes, dour Did analysis. You say dour, yeah, dour analysis. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's what she says. Oh, you can't. You can't deny it. That's spot on. <laughs> <laughs> John has done another one of his bests and worst. His best, do not scratch your eyes, Twitter spaces, debates. Worst, Duxbury Dictat Dismantled. We will be supporting Rob Edwards come hell or high water, he says. Hell or high water. 
now. He's already he's already got his award. He's he's now trying too hard. He is trying. He's doing well. He's doing well. Uh, Carl Campion puts dangerous and deadly with a picture of a flask underneath it, which is very clever. <laughs> Peter, yes, very good. Uh, Peter Ryan, hello, Peter. We must stop bumping into each other on our estate and Morrison's because uh, I get very little shopping done in our 45-minute discussions in the car park before before I'm supposed to be going in. Uh, He says, uh, den disinclined defensive dithering disasters. I mean, he's going for it here. The stadium where it was confirmed to me, this bunch of rascals had no heart and no hope of promotion. A team of randoms like those assembled at a holiday camp from the punters and entertainment team, which there's a lot of thought going into that one as well yeah that's very good so uh, I'm just trying to see if there's any other worthy mentions here Uh, Simon Parkins carries on his theme debt a friggin mountain of it he says oh this is good Andy Swan uh, Daniel Backman's 25 second meltdown and sending off funniest thing I've seen on a football pitch for ages that did brighten up Easter I have to say Uh, there's mentions of disgusting and Uncle Ron downfall of Duxbury Uh, oh there's a picture of the Potso out banner on the town Uh, discord disharmony disillusionment at Vicarage Road that's Carl Campion again he's done a load yeah he's done very well though there he has so there's a a few there Uh, Ellie has gone for disgraceful disgusting deflated there's your D's they're the sort of the pick of the bunch. Where are we going to go with D? I, I think anybody that stops you going shopping at Morrison's. <laughs> yes yes okay <laughs> okay peter well i think i think if we went for natasha we'd be seen as uh narcissistic only interested in our own agenda etc let's so go for natasha then all right but, but but top quality toadying up i like that very much well done that brilliant all right excellent natasha you're the winner of d i will uh, make mention of that later on uh we now come to e which is only <laughs> just, for just saying we're not twats all the time yeah i'm happy with that i'm happy with yeah, that. Take that yeah so now we go on to E. First one from Chris Bone is excrement, and that's it. Just excrement, which I think is brilliant. I, are you ready? Are you Chris ready? Bone. Chris Bone, everybody, come yes. on. Are you ready for another John Parslow? Uh, ecstatic eruption of excitement and entertainment that the 4 0 home win was versus Luton. Worst, yeah. everything except above, end it now. So lots of uh, <laughs> lots of E's there. Uh, Cole Campion, entertaining sending off with uh, the high leg of Backman. Uh, in that Huddersfield game, uh, that that's on there. Mikey Abrahams ejecting peaceful protesters. What else have we got here? Be- uh, Matthews sixty seven underscore Ben. End of shittest of shit seasons. Uh, and Andy Swan Elton's concert at the Vic last summer. More entertainment and passion than anything else this season. So what are we going to go for on E? Go, Peter. You go first. I'm go. I am going undoubtedly Elton John last season. Mm. Called it out. If we can get the players playing with a bit more fucking passion, um, I will add to that, Elton, I'll say organisation, um, environment, you know, all of these things, but absolutely spot on. And he did. You know, that was a 75-year-old man. Now I think he's 76. I'm not sure. Putting in effort on that on that pitch. Mm. Unforgivable that the, the 20-something millionaires don't, don't just just don't you know that's, that's it for me he could give them all a 1600 pound clutch bag if he wanted to that might g him up a bit i don't know i don't know Carl, <laughs> Carl, your, your e of the Look, justin 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 hang on hang on hang on are you, you on some sort of like he's been on like you know a... commission are you on some sort of pay scheme with yeah oh, i wish i wish i was I wish I was, because I could afford some of his pajamas. Then the man, the, the, the man has been that. on the longest farewell tour. He's got to make money somehow. I know. I've seen him bloody twice. I don't know how he does it. I don't know how he I've makes. I've got to money. see him twice as well. 
You did, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. yeah. All right. So um, what E, e Carlos? Well, E, I, because I thought it was going to have the word erection oh. or ejaculate, so I'll go <laughs> eject, eject, ejected. Just ejected. Based on that. Oh, I think, right. I think it was Mr. Abraham's. It said that. It was Mr. Abraham. So I'm going to have to choose a, a decider, aren't I? Uh, I'm going to go for Elton John as well. So Andy Swan, well done. You won that round. Well done, well done, well done mate. Well done. Hi, this is Helen Ward, and you are listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Um, I'm now going to ask you, though, because I'm going to go on a downward trajectory now. Uh, we've had some oh, fun. Are we? Oh, oh, yeah, no, were we, we on an upward one there? That was, oh, that was sorry, an upward well, Did you not realise? Oh, right, okay. okay. No, no, no. Read the room. Do you work for... No, sorry, not, I apologise. I'm not going down that route because <laughs> I've been told off. Season highlights. Carl, go. 4-0 against Luton. Apart from the 4-0 against Luton, season highlights. Carl, go. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult, um, isn't it? It's not easy. Uh, I... I got to meet a horse at QPR away that didn't bite me. Well, hang on, that was Crystal Pat. Oh, okay, okay, all right. So you met a horse, okay? Because I thought you were going to reference something for that happened last season and a different ground. No, no. You, you pulled <laughs> that out of the hat at the end. There. Okay, all right. So, yeah, yeah. a horse that didn't bite you is the highlight of your season. It's is the it? highlight of the season. Yeah. Wow, that kind of tells its own story, doesn't it? Peter, your 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 season highlight or highlights? Genuinely hosting hosting the, the post match Twitter spaces because it doesn't matter whether we win lose, which is a fucking good job. Let's be quite frank. Or, or draw, people come on and have got involved and made it a laugh, and it seems to have gone into the rhythm of people doing so. That that as a personal oh, highlight. Shit, on I've the just thought of one. Oh, what better than not being bitten by a horse in Loftus Road? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watching Peter get up a trap door at the <laughs> ladies' game. That was fucking brilliant. <laughs> that whole day was quite good fun, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. It's okay. true. It's true. The The word aperture has never recovered from that moment. Aperture. Yes, that aperture is not big enough. Yeah, I, I mean, it was... That ladder was not a ladder for a start. Okay. Anyway, so you were saying about the, the Twitter spaces, Peter. Uh, no, yeah. I mean, I just think that's been uh, it's been in- incredibly um, humbling, genuinely, to be to be doing it and, and for it to have done what, what it's done. I'm just kind of you know ever so glad that people kind of go you know and, and realise that it's not just when we lose or when we win or when we draw. People come on, have a laugh. You know, there's there's so many stupid in jokes that that go on amongst people, and I'm sure a lot of people get it, and a lot of new people come on and go, what, what are they talking about? Why are we asking about what Wendover's had for dinner? Um, <laughs> you know, this sort of thing. Yeah. On the pitch, on the pitch though, the highlight has been following the women's team, to be quite frank, other than if you're going to take the Luton team, uh, the Luton game out of it. they and, and I appreciate it's a different level. I appreciate that people don't like women's football on some occasions because it's not as, I don't know, men as the men's team is. But if you enjoy it for what it is, rather than just go, it's not something else, 
then you can really get into it. And these these girls aren't paid a fortune. That's you know, it's not it's not all kind of in it for the wrong reasons. And they have just been an absolute joy. You know, even even when we lost and didn't, I don't think we actually played that well against Nottingham Forest in the final. It was still better than anything that the men have put out. Fucking ages. Um, yeah. So there. Yeah, that those, those two for me. I mean, I I had been to a women's game before this season, so obviously I've, I've I've attended a couple and I watched the the final against Forest. Yeah, I mean the standard isn't. It's not. It's not going to be a Premier League standard match. It's not. They showed heart. They showed desire. They looked as if they wanted to play. They looked as if they wanted to play for Watford. Was was one of the things that I took from it. They can beat the first person with a corner. I mean, this is stuff that Saar or whoever else, has, or Sema, whoever's tried taking a corner for the last two or three seasons, can't do. I mean, we just can't do it. So, yeah, I, I think, yeah, I think that's probably probably not my seasonal highlight. I'm trying to think what would be my seasonal highlight now. It's been nice meeting new people, maybe the, the patron thing or whatever, and, and, and always being sort of in the red line before a game, because sadly the bunk hasn't been open. Let's hope that that happens. But it's been nice to meet the, the, some new people this year that we haven't met before. That's quite nice. There's always someone going, do you want to come and sit with me? Yeah, it's better than sitting in my seat where I don't know anyone. So that's been nice for me, actually. That's been a, a seasonal highlight there. Oh, I'm all gushy and warm. Oh, this is unfamiliar yeah, I territory. Think, I think, no, 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 no. I, I think, and that and that's my point, really. And you, but you've articulated it far better than I did in terms of the, the, the Twitter space thing is the whole sense of community and, and stuff coming together the fact that the Coventry game at home Carl and Brett you know uh, the big Lebowski <laughs> went in and got mind-bogglingly drunk and then ringing into the Twitter spaces nothing is more nothing is more post-match phoning than that happening and then when 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 Brett went back to his seat and actually tied up with Sean who they've been sitting next to but not actually kind of talking to each other and then they kind of realized oh yeah you're that and now they're going to be going you know they're sitting there going to go into the football together that whole sense of community is really genuinely what this is all about. Plus, obviously, being able to you know say the word without any form of uh, you know kind of protest at all. I think oh. also to to just to snap onto the end of that, uh, having our American guests over has been, oh, yeah. been amazing. That's oh. good. And the uh, and and the responses and the comments on the on YouTube for the vlogs has, has also been yep. mind blowing this season. To be fair, <laughs> and, and and that's just the Luton supporters. Just and a big fans. hello and a, and lot a big them, hello to me. I'll say this: town. a lot of them are as good as gold. But every village yeah. has has an idiot, and there's a, there's a couple. So, but, yeah. but yeah, it's all, generally it's all, all been good. Well, one other thing I think is great, and I'm not if I'm going to use a C word here, but not that. One, I think definitely, <laughs> cult of Graham Taylor. The cult yeah. of Graham Taylor was a wonder was a wonderful phrase used by somebody who said, "Yeah, could we have enough of that?" And so many people have gone, "Cool, the cult of Graham Taylor." I sign up for that. Yeah. <laughs> well done, everybody. Yeah, well done. The cult of Graham Taylor. Yeah. Hi, this is Peter Taylor, the Mayor of Watford, and you're listening to the Do Not Scratch Your Eyes podcast. There's one more thing on my uh, my notes here, which you know, because this is basically an end of season kind of you thing now. Really. Yeah, well, I've, I've made notes on a phone I haven't written anything so we've had give or take a match 11 seasons under the Pozzos what would be your favourite and your least favourite season under the Pozzos I'll start with Peter because I always start with you Carl and you always go as if I've spooked you Uh, so we'll start with Peter (laughs) there you go he's done it you see it's almost as if a, a police horse has come towards you there with its mouth open. Yes, um, you know what I get like. <laughs> yes. So, Peter, uh, 
favourite and least favourite season under the Pozzos? I think the favourite season actually is going to be the first season because it was absolutely transformational. I know, obviously, the, it finished with heartache and Kevin Phillips in equal measure at Wembley in the end. But for that moment that this podcast is named after, says it all, really. And, and I think a lot of people have said, we didn't really mind that. You know, in retrospect, of course, it hurt at Crystal Palace, yeah. But, but actually, that moment being the highlight of that season was almost better than it being eclipsed in some ways. But having Zola coming in, and don't get me wrong, I don't think Zola was a great manager, but we spoke about things earlier on in terms of having a character in in and around that lifts the place that people want to go and play for. You know, I thought I thought Zola did that. You know, the return of Dini in that particular piece, it had that whole story, you know, that whole kind of start of his his redemption and his start to becoming Troy Dini, the legend at the club there. It all crystallised in that season. Plus you had Vidra on fire. You had Abdi in the middle and we were looking at it for the first time at the Pozzo era going, my God, the players we've suddenly got, bearing in mind previously we were going Chris Iwalumu and, and, and Mark Yate. Oh, yeah. This is going pretty good signings. And suddenly we, we t- you know, no no disrespect to those two guys because they both came in and, you know, I remember a game at Leeds particularly well, well done, Chris Iwalumu. But it was it was suddenly, this is this is going up, this is going into a different gear here. Pe- people will look at it, obviously, and say, Sean Dice shouldn't have gone, etc. blah, 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 what have you. But that that was definitely be the best season. The worst season, crying out loud. It, well, it's 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 got to be a toss-up between last and this, and I think it's got to be this. I think it's got to be this season simply because we have been living reasonably a long period in the Premiership. It's been a question of, at this moment in time, we have just seen the accounts come out showing that we still couldn't really make a profit. Yes, we reduced the, the debt a little bit from 137 to 124 million. So we've done it from, oh, my fucking Lord, to, oh, fuck my Lord, um, in terms of the, the level of debt that, that we've got. The problem is, if we can't turn more of a profit than that in, in the Premier League, how the fucking hell are we going to turn it around? And also, one has to question with that level of debt on the on the balance sheet for everybody asking Gino Pozzo out and I'm don't get me wrong I'm all for protest votes absolutely <laughs> if you want to do that who's going to come in and buy it with a crippling load of debt when we're insolvent because when you're insolvent technically anybody who's going to be buying is going to be buying the club for more than it's actually worth and you don't see an awful lot of people flocking around there so the, the thing that we really need to know and understand from uh, from, from Gino Pozzo come the time when we talk about Palacci Gino and ideally before then and I'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit is the fact that here is the plan to move us out of debt that's a huge thing and so for me the combination of the football the the fact that we've absolutely failed to fire at any given opportunity bar Luton even Stoke was it was a bit of a bounce for, for Billich we just got loser back in for half a game and Stoke were fucking awful when we played them so it was like no no only Luton on the on the on the pitch for me personally that that would be it that would be it and as I say, the other the other positive was the academy kids and the, and the women's team. So, so you've gone for the, for the for their first and their most recent seasons. The first being the best, the most recent being the worst. Yes, you can you can and and you can indeed plot that as a trend. I am. Yeah, it's quite downward, isn't it? It's quite downward. Carlos, I, I'm going to go. The best season was under Jukanovic, the season we got promoted, because that was the season that yeah. wherever I went away watching this, the team, you just knew we were going to win, or you you knew we were going to be involved and cause teams problems and again the players we had were just different class and, and and in fairness to the manager at that time he wasn't afraid to 
to make changes. I remember the, the game against Brighton, he whipped um, Kitschianya off quite early on because he was getting destroyed down that down that side. So yeah, for, for me that season, just the football we were playing, the togetherness of the supporters, which is is a big thing that we're missing. I, I thought that season was brilliant. For the worst, it, I think we're gonna, I think we're all gonna be on the same page with this one. It, it's it's this season. It's been fucking diabolical. It's really in all my years of watching Watford, and I know people will probably say, "Well, we, you know, during the eighties or nineties and, and and whatever, we've you've we've you've had worse, but we might have had worse technically gifted players, but we've never had players, to my knowledge, that just don't give a fuck. They just do not care. And and the, and the sooner that this season's over, the the better for me because I need a reset, both physically and mentally, for, for what this season's cost me. You are looking a bit burnt um, out, I have to say. You're looking I a am. little bit burnt out. Yeah, right? I am. I am. I've I've literally just had I've had it to to my back teeth this season. You know, and I've loved doing this. I've loved doing the the, the podcast and stuff like that. But there comes a point where every time you go on the, like the last two Twitter spaces, I, I just haven't been able to face them because I know what's coming, and it's just like I'm I'm bored of listening to the same shit I'm saying you mm. know that we're shit and we're this and we're that and that's why for me it's it's just this season's just got to end I'm going to go to the Stoke game wave goodbye to them idiots that aren't fit to wear the shirt and, and see what next season brings okay all right, that's good. That's good. It was cheerful, wasn't it? It was cheerful. Justin, I think best, best or worst? The best under Pozzo. I think the first the first campaign back in the Premier League I really enjoyed. That was the, the season that we beat Liverpool, wasn't it? At home, I remember starting yeah. off that season. I was actually on holiday, and um, there was a a Geordie guy. He was we were playing Everton, and he kept saying, to me, "You're not going to win this. You're not going to win this game. You're not going to do very well." And then I think we drew two all with them, didn't we? In in the yeah. first game, and he was like, "Yeah, you drew with Everton." I went, "Yeah, I think we're going to be all right this season." So I think probably the first season back in the Premier League because we were kind of you know traditionally up to the Premier League back down again that didn't happen and we, we, we there was a few surprises along the way we beat a few teams that weren't expecting us to uh, to beat them so I think for me probably that one and, and then you know the worst one I mean you know there's last season you think can it get any worse and yeah it does it gets worse you end up playing the same football that you were playing last season this season against teams that on paper you should be beating you know and I'm not going to mention the names of teams that we should be beating but you know you look at our team when you look at the players that you got, you think we should be doing so much better than we did. There's a horrible atmosphere around the stadium. There's a horrible atmosphere around the club. There's there's all of the, the you know the fact that you you can't protest and you you know you're getting thrown out for having a banner and all the rest of it. There's a very very nasty feeling around the club at the moment. So yeah, I mean this season's got to be the worst uh, under them, and they really are going to have to pull out some stops and they're going to have to think about what they're going to do next season because if you continue in this trend, we're in at the moment we're in relegation form make no mistake about it we are you know our form is relegation form fortunately we had some points on the board yep. to fall back on carry on on that trend you're looking at league one football next season which you know i know peter you said it's gonna be nice to visit some new grounds and all the rest of it and and, and from uh the roker report said that's fine but that gets boring very quickly and blah 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 blah, blah. yeah losing to doncaster 2-0 and stuff like yeah that. Oh, cambridge was it? Yeah. cambridge i think he said as well wasn't it so best first one back in the prem worst this one please god can we have a better season next season because i can't take can you imagine three in a row like that it's gonna be oh. misery absolute misery and and you you've just hit the nail on the head there in, in terms of whatever they whatever they do they've got three months 
months to prepare mm. for next season. And the amount of comings and goings that are going to go on in that club is going to be incredible. What Peter said on, on his one, we, we're not able to do that anymore. We're not able to loan all those players in and use that system as we did. So we've got to think differently now. Mm. And it's going to be really interesting to see what Ben Manga and his team are actually, what, what they've been doing because they should have started work by now in terms of, you know, people to bring in and, and ma- manager. You know, it's the, it's literally top to bottom changes. I'm going to reserve judgment on Ben Manga and Helena Costa because I, for me, it's a little bit Emperor's New Clothes at, at this stage and to pin all of our hopes on them doing some mm, kind of turnaround that's going to make Watford a going concern again just doesn't. If you look at the last two years history of recruitment and all the rest of it and the way that things go and the second of the managers and all the rest of it, it it's all very well going, well, but these guys know how to bring in good players. Right. We've got good players now, arguably. They ain't playing. So I, what- I think it's... I think it's the time frame for me that worries me in, in terms of how much change is going to happen in such a short period of time. Well. I don't think it's manageable. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around, you've got your McNuggets share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget. Snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? <whistles> At participating restaurants, 18 plus. Serving times, delivery free in terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.